As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. If you've ever watched a relay race, one of the key elements of it, the thing that everybody keeps their eyes on, is the transfer of the baton. Because it's one thing to run your race, to carry the baton, uh, but in the transition, so many times there's a fumbling. Uh, there is a, um, a pause, an awkward uh, transition, and it shouldn't be that way. Not if it's going to go on and on and on. Well, I want you to know, in the Christian faith, we receive the baton of faith, the baton of truth, we carry it, but a big part of our responsibility is to pass it on. I closed our last study with those very words, pass it on. Don't keep it to yourself. You know, even in the, in the uh, church world, we can become so everlasting selfish. We become Dead Sea Christians that everything flows into and nothing flows out of, and so that's why people end up becoming so sour and bitter because they're, they're keeping so much wonderful truth to themselves without ever allowing themselves to become channels through which that can flow. We're studying in the book of Acts, and uh, though we're coming to the message of Acts, I want you to see the messenger of Acts. You see, it's very important when you study a book to identify who is writing and who is he writing to. It's very simple in this book. Uh, the, the writer is Luke, the apostle, uh, the gospel writer, rather, the man who wrote the third gospel record, gospel according to Luke. And the man that he's writing to is a friend, a man by the name of Theophilus. In fact, Acts 1-1 begins this way, The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus. And so it's one individual writing to another individual. Many people believe that the gospel record that bears Luke's name was written to tell him who Christ is, uh, to perhaps even bring him to faith in Christ so he would come to know Christ. And the book of Acts came on its heels to disciple the man, to help take him to the next level of understanding about what Christ is doing in this world. Now, we've identified, first of all, Luke's individual. Let me add a couple things to this today. First of all, uh, see Luke's intent. Not just his individual, but his intent. What was his intent? His intent was to pass on what he believed and what he had come to know to be the truth of God. Uh, for example, uh, Luke chapter 1, verse number 1, uh, talks about the things that are believed among us. Verse 2 says they were delivered to us. Verse 3 says we have perfect understanding of them. Verse 4 says this, that thou mightest know. Don't miss that. He said, the things that I believe, I want you to believe. The things that have been delivered to me, I want to deliver to you. The things that I have perfect understanding of, I want you to have perfect understanding of. What's he doing? He's simply passing it on. That should be happening in our homes. Parents must teach their own children. That must be happening in our, in our churches. The next generation of, of young adults and young families must come up, Titus chapter 2, with the older men and women teaching the younger men and women. This is God's truth. This is God's way. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse number 2 says, The things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. You see, there's a spiritual chain reaction here that God sets in motion, and that principle is woven all through Scripture. For example, Paul said in Romans chapter 1 uh, that he was a debtor. Why was he a debtor? Because he had received the truth. 
to have it is to owe it. He said, as much as in me is, I am ready. In other words, take what is in you, take what God has put in you, and let it flow out of you into the lives of other people. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 34 says, Some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Why would it be to our shame? Because we have it. And if we keep it to ourselves, shame on us. Uh, 2 Corinthians 1, verse number 4 says, We comfort them who are in any trouble with the same comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. And over and over and over, you find this principle, pass it on, pass it on, pass it on. Luke's individual was Theophilus. Luke's intent was to get the truth into the heart of Theophilus while he had the opportunity uh, to reproduce himself in this man's life. And then let me add one more thing to this today because this is what is so thrilling. We see in this not only Luke's individual and Luke's intent, but we see Luke's influence. Did it ever dawn on you how influential Luke became? Do you understand that one-fourth of your New Testament was written to Theophilus? One-fourth of your New Testament. Take the book of Luke, take the book of Acts, put them together. These two letters, two books of our New Testament, is almost a quarter of your New Testament. Think how God multiplied the faithful work of one man just investing in another man. This is the chain reaction. You see, so many people spend a lot of effort and energy trying to gain influence. If I could just have a little more influence, if I just had a platform to get the message out, could I just challenge you today, go after an individual and God will give you influence. Uh, Mr. Kimball went after Moody, and D.O. Moody would shake two continents with the gospel. A village preacher one year only baptized one convert, uh, but that convert was a man named William Carey who would become the father of modern missions. Uh, a, a deacon in a church gave a kind of a fumbling message but gave the gospel uh, one Lord's Day, and a young boy by the name of Charles Haddon Spurgeon trusted Christ as his Savior. Do you understand that God could use you to set something in motion for the Lord? We don't know a lot even about Luke. Uh, we know that he was a medical doctor and perhaps ministered to Paul's physical needs and physical condition. He's mentioned in the book of Colossians, mentioned in Philemon, mentioned again at the end in 2 Timothy chapter number 4, a faithful man. He was not an apostle. He was not one of the original followers of Christ. Uh, he was not Paul, but God used him. And though little is written about him, much was written by him. Uh, be content that no one may ever speak much about us, but let them speak of our Christ. Let them speak of, of what God set in motion through our lives in the lives of other people. See, this doctor didn't become a missionary by stopping being a doctor or joining a, a team or traveling to another country. He became a missionary by going after one person. I think sometimes we have limited the Word of God and limited the work of God uh, to the professionals and to the people who, uh, you know, have so much talent and ability in certain areas. Could I just say to you, God wants to use you right where you are if you'll get off the bench and get in the game. Stop being a spectator and become a participant. We know that happened in Luke's life. In fact, he records it under inspiration of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 16. You should read it. In Acts 16, he's, he's describing Paul's missionary team and missionary journeys and work. And he says in verse number 7 that they were come to Mysia. The Spirit suffered them not. Verse 8, they passing by Mysia came down to Troas. In verse number 10, something changes. Listen to it. See if you catch it. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia. 
assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Oh, I love this. They became we. Them became us. Luke joined this gospel effort. He is now a participant, a co-laborer. That's what I'm praying God will do. We're not studying the book of Acts so we can get more information. We're studying the book of Acts so there can be more application. We're not studying the book of, of Acts so we can know more. We're studying the book of Acts so that we can do more. Friends, if Christ is continuing his work, if the church of Jesus Christ goes on, if the power of the Holy Spirit is still ours, if the message of the gospel still works and the Great Commission is still in effect, don't you think we ought to find our place and do our part in that? It's our time. It's our turn. We will never have it again. We must not miss this moment. The adventure continues. And friend, you can be a part of this adventure if you will simply plug in to what God is up to in this world. Be a Luke and ask God to give you a Theophilus. By the grace of God, pass it on. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.